Life gets hard when you get down. I'm just trying to figure my shit out. What's going on, guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe, and this is Coffee with Mark. You know, I, um, man, I had a, I had a, I had a pretty good day. I, I really did. Two of my favorite people in the whole wide world actually uh, flew into town today, um, which is which is really really cool. Um, obviously, I'm excited about that. I get to spend the next several days um, with some good friends of mine. Uh, but even even before all of that happened, um, I had the pleasure today of um, of being a guest on somebody else's podcast and. Uh, my friend Gigi Meyer, who uh, you guys <clears throat> would be more familiar with her father, most likely, but her father's Urban Meyer and uh, the former Ohio State football coach. And uh, she's got a podcast that is, um, I think it's called the Live Limitless Podcast. It's kind of sad that I, I didn't double check what the name actually is. You know, that's, that's kind of how I am, actually. You text me like, hey, you know... Um, I need you to show up at this, on this day, at this time, you know, I won't even ask for any information. I'll just be like, okay, cool. You know, I'll be there. Um, and that's kind of what happened with her this last week. Um, she texted me out of the blue and said, Hey, would you like to be on my podcast? And, um, and, and of course, you know, it was just like, yeah, of course, you know, just give me a day and time and I'll be there. And, and, and to be honest, um, she even texted me like earlier today, with a rough outline and like some some notes that maybe she wanted to cover and some questions she wanted to ask and I had such a a busy day especially the first half of my day today um that I saw the text but I didn't really like read over it in detail unfortunately I'm really bad about that sometimes um and so I I get on you know I get on zoom which is you know the uh, the platform that we held it on, but I get on zoom and she asked me, of course, the first thing she asked me is, Hey, so did you look over the notes I sent over? And I had to admit, Gigi, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. It's just not my nature. You know, I'd kind of feel like I was cheating. If I, if I looked at the notes, I, I like to just fly by the seat of my pants and you know, I, I, how hard could it be? Right. And, uh, and it's cool because typically I am the primary narrator. You know, I'm, I'm in the hot seat on the podcast. Um, well, I guess that's not the right phrase to use. But typ- typically I'm the host, right? I'm not, I'm not typically the guest. And, um, and changing the dynamic to where you're actually the guest on the podcast and somebody's just giving you prompts and asking you questions like, I mean, that's a, that's a piece of cake, compared to just hopping on here with a mic and flying solo, you know, and so I was excited about it, needless to say, and, and in retrospect, you know, part of the reason why I'm bringing it up right now, um, is because I believe she's going to drop that episode on this coming Monday, which would be May 20 something, 23rd. Okay. So this coming Monday, May 23rd, um, definitely be on the lookout for the, the, the newest episode of the Live Limitless podcast with Gigi Meyer, um, because I actually think that from my perspective, I think it was my best ever, you know, feature on a podcast. Um, she asked me all sorts of questions like what, you know, how did I first get involved with first form, which is where I work now. Um, she asked me about where I'm from, my childhood, my story, um, my brother passing away, some of the traumatizing experiences that I've had when I was a kid. Um, we got into, you know, prison, 
and then even to some of the the turning points in my life. You know, how did I go from uh, sitting in a prison cell? Um, you know, the worst of the worst, to be honest. Like I was, I was bad even for prison. You know, like <laughs> it was, uh, it was quite a feat. You know, it was quite a feat I accomplished in there. Um, but you know, how did I go from being one of you know the the troublemakers in in prison? to showing up today as the man that I am. Um, and, and I got into a couple really, really good um, personal stories um, from childhood, adolescence to, you know, early 20s, uh, you know, pre-prison and then early 20s in prison. And then I even got into a little bit of, you know, really where my business and sales experience come from, coming home from prison with absolutely nothing um, and having to start over from, from scratch and, and having, you know, the either the courage or the stupidity to just start a business out of nowhere and uh, and, and build a couple successful businesses. So uh, I, I thought for a while um, after I got off the podcast about the fact that, like, my own show is actually the only place that I have never really um, done a thorough dive into my own story. And for some reason, it just feels weird for me to do it here. So um, I would love, 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 love uh, to not only support Gigi and go check out her podcast, but also if you guys are interested in hearing um, a more thorough um a more thorough explanation of, of, of really, you know, how I came to be the person that I am, uh, definitely be on the lookout for Gigi's episode on this coming Monday, May 23rd. I think you guys will really enjoy it, seriously. And when if you listen to it, I want you to share it on your story and tag me in it. Tag me, but tag Gigi too, but also tag me so that I can see that you actually listened to it. Um, and maybe we could talk about it. I'd love to hear some feedback. Um, but even aside from that, even aside from that, today was just a good day. You know, um, I've, I've, you know, if you've been listening to every episode, I've, I've really been, um, you know, explaining how lately I've just, I've really been sort of in a valley. You know, I, I have life. It, it does. It has peaks and it has valleys. And, you know, I've really, really, really learned to appreciate the valleys. You know, um, they give you perspective. They teach you some of life's most valuable lessons. But the truth is, even with that perspective, that it doesn't make navigating the valleys any easier. And it really has been tough for me over these past, you know, several weeks. But today, but today was 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 genuinely a good day. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning, um, you know, I had a nice hot cup of coffee. You guys know that's one of my absolute favorite things in the whole wide world. Um, you know, I threw my headphones on. I'm listening to a new book right now called The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's Malcolm Gladwell is many, many, many people's favorites. Um, I'm ashamed to say that I've never actually read any of his books. Um, I know that he has a really famous one, Outlier, Tipping Point, but I'm, I'm, I'm certain, you know, after being whatever, 50 pages into The Tipping Point that I'm, I'm going to love not only this book, this book, but all of them. So, um, so I woke up, Three o'clock this morning, you know, sat for about 45 minutes and just had a, a really nice hot cup of coffee, um, you know, threw my headphones on. And actually, instead of putting on music, um, just put on the audio book of The Tipping Point. And I just ran out the door, like threw my sneakers on, um, got my watch on and decided to go for a run at like, I don't even know what time it was. And it was cool because 
Um, one, I haven't been running as regularly as I was, partly because I, I like, I may have, I may have fractured my foot. I don't know. Um, playing basketball was not good. You know, for a while I was limping all around the office. Uh, so this was my actual second time running since I hurt my foot a couple months ago. And it was all right. I mean, it's definitely still injured, but the run went well. And it was early enough that I was able to catch the sunrise. And, <clears throat> you know, if you listen to yesterday's episode, I talked a little bit about uh, my friend Lexi's father, you know, and, and the gift, the birthday gift that they gave him. Um, and it was just like, honestly, man, it's still it's still with me. You know, it's still with me. Like, I can't shake it. Like when I when I I, um, I, I took a detour this morning from my typical route uh, and I went into a cemetery, you know, like think about it. It's like 5 a.m. And I'm running through this massive cemetery um, in the dark. But I knew the sunrise was coming in. Although I didn't stand there, like I, I got to this high point in the cemetery and I could look, you know, kind of out over the city of St. Louis and I could, you know, really see the sun coming up um, behind, I guess, the city. And I, I didn't stand there to watch the whole sunrise. But, man, I took a picture and it was just you know, a sky filled with some of the most beautiful colors. And I thought about Lexi's father, you know, I stood there um, just thinking like, man, you know, imagine, imagine being born colorblind, you know, imagine being born colorblind and, and not being able to see and appreciate how beautiful this sunrise looks, you know, and uh, for those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about, I told the story yesterday about my friend Lexi's father. He was, you know, his whole life he's been colorblind. He can only see shades of yellow. That's it. And every, everything else just looks gray to him, like as, as we see gray. And for his birthday, um, which was yesterday or two days ago, um, his family got him these glasses that enable a colorblind person to see color. And he put on these glasses and they got it on video. They, they recorded him seeing color for the first time. And you got to think, like, imagine, like, it's a beautiful summer day and you're seeing color for the first time. And it was, um, you know, since then, I've, I've talked a little bit with Lexi about it. And she told me another story about how, you know, all their whole family has these, like, bright green eyes. And his daughter, Kerrigan, um, specifically has these amazing green eyes. And uh, Lexi's mom had Kerrigan walk over to her father uh, with sunglasses on and then take the sunglasses off, looking him, you know, kind of eye to eye with her dad. And, um, and as she took the sunglasses off, like her dad literally started crying, seeing his daughter's eyes for the first time. I mean, just think about that. It's, it's, man, even now telling the story, it just, it honestly, it just it just blows me away. Like those moments, man, those moments in life. That's what life is all about. And so standing in the middle of the cemetery uh, at five o'clock in the morning, you know, watching the sun come up over, you know, behind the city. It was uh, it was cool, man. It was one of those moments where you stand there and you're just grateful. You know, you're just grateful. And gratitude is something that um, has always been really big to me. But but specifically lately. You know, when I'm in a valley, um, I have shared on here that like one of my go to ways to climb out of one is just to pour into other people, you know, to sort of just lose myself in service. And um, that is a very, very helpful and effective thing to do when you're feeling low and, and depressed, um, but also practicing gratitude 
is is massive. I think gratitude is probably the most powerful tool um, to enrich your life, you know, to just completely change your perspective and your the experience that you have on a day to day basis. Um, and I, I first discovered because because I think like gratitude is kind of trendy. OK, I don't mean to, I don't mean any disrespect. All right. But a lot of you motherfuckers out there that think you do gratitude, you're not really you know, it's it's more it's more than just, you know, writing a couple things down that you're grateful for every day or, you know, reciting five things that you're grateful for every day before bed or when you wake up. It's, it's more than that. You know, there's got to be some intent. You know, there's got to be some passion behind it, um, at, at least in my experience. You know, I, I guess we're all just trying to figure this this thing called life out, you know, and and I don't want to be behind the mic claiming that I have anything figured out. I don't have anything figured out, but I have um, I have experienced the shift, you know, the shift that comes when you truly practice gratitude. You know, when I was in prison, I, um, I you know, as soon as I started to change my life, you know, I, I really did dive very thoroughly into just literature, you know, all kinds of literature, whether psychology, business, you know, philosophy, you name it, theological, even uh, just nonfiction, you know, um, kind of personal development books. But specifically, you know, I, I lingered for a long time in philosophy and theology and spirituality. Like I, I love that stuff. To this day, it's my favorite you know, those kind of conversations, that subject matter is my favorite stuff to think about, to talk about. And, um, and I did, I, I, you know, for the first time in my entire life, uh, for whatever reason, I don't even think I read anything that was directly about gratitude, but I was, I was, I was first developing my relationship with God. You know, there was a, there was an ongoing conversation between me and God almost perpetually, you know, all day, every day, you know, that's how strong um, the relationship was at this point. And it sort of just naturally progressed into, you know, a daily practice of gratitude. And, and I want to share with you guys a little bit of like what what it was like for me, because I, I truly like I believe in this tool. Like, I think that if you if you practice this, if you embrace it, if you do it with intent, um, you know, gratitude, gratitude will change your life. Um, so in the beginning, I mean, there, well, not even in the beginning. Okay. Um, I, I suppose, you know, just like I referenced a minute ago, my practice, you know, daily and, and, and constant practice of gratitude was kind of preceded by developing a relationship and ongoing communication with God. And it was just an acknowledgement. It was questions. It was, you know, it was statements. It was it was things like that. And, and, and when you're when you're communicating with God or, or whatever that is for you, you know, um, <clears throat> eventually there comes this acknowledgement that, man, there are things that happen that are beyond my control. Like I was blessed with, you know, good motor skills and a brain that works. You know, I was blessed with um, you know, good health and, and, you know, you, you name it, right. Uh, there, there are certainly things that, 
um, good fortune that I've experienced that is beyond my control. And then, you know, when you're having this conversation, you, you don't want to attribute it to anybody or anything other than God. And so there, there comes a time where you just say thank you, you know, and I think that that's, that's really how it started for me. And eventually what this looked like, what my daily practice looked like, at least how it started, was that I would, I would literally wake up. Now, mind you guys, I'm in prison. I'm literally in a fucking prison, okay? I would wake up first thing in the morning, and every single morning, the very first thing that I would do is I would roll out of my bed and directly onto my knees, you know, on the floor of my prison cell. Like, I mean, again, I'd, I'd get out of bed, I'd get down on my knees, and I would, and I would put my forehead on the ground, you know, and with every ounce of intent and presence and mindfulness and passion, you know, I would thank God, um, not only for another day and for another opportunity to, to learn and to grow, to teach and to inspire, um, but I would thank God for, you know, the roof over my head, for the bed that I had to sleep in, for the clothes that I have to wear, the you know, the, the, the facilities I have to use. And I would, I would acknowledge every single morning that even though I was in prison, in prison, that there was hundreds of millions of people in the world that would literally give anything to trade places with me. You know, to be in a prison in the United States of America, where you get three hot meals a day, where you have a roof over your head, where you have a bed to sleep in, where you have a shower to use and clean water to drink. There's hundreds of millions of people in the world right now that would give anything to trade places with me. And so I would thank God and I would be grateful that I was in prison. You know, and, and, and after I got through this, you know, daily... Um, you know, morning ritual, I'd get up off my knees. And, and sometimes I would, I would do this with so much passion and intent that it would like literally bring tears to my eyes. You know, I, I was truly grateful. And, you know, I'd get up and, <clears throat> and as I'd go about my day, you know, again, I, I told you I was sort of in this place where I had this ongoing conversation with God, you know, kind of perpetually throughout the day. And, and yes, if you're, if you're sitting there thinking, Mark, you're, you're fucking losing it. You know, the truth is there was many, 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 many times where I really did think I was losing my mind in prison. So, you know, not a stretch, but I'm walking around and, and every, you know, every interaction, um, everything that I saw, I would walk past people and, and pray for them. You know, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd walk outside. Like I remember I wrote a post about this once on my Instagram and people thought I was fucking nuts, but it was, um, it was about the, the happiest moment of my life. And the happiest moment of my life, you'll, you know, again, you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I was, I was literally in prison and I was deep. I was months, months and months deep into this, this really, really mindful, consistent practice of gratitude. And, and, and I was at the point where like everything that I saw, you know, I, everywhere that I looked, rather, everywhere that I looked, I would see God, you know, I'd see God in everything. I'd see God in um, in people's smiles. I'd feel them in, in their handshakes. I'd, um, you know, see God in, you know, a bird flying outside of the window or, you know, just the beautiful blue sky. Like every, everywhere I looked, I'd be like, man, thank you. You know, thank you. Like all of these things are, are gifts. Um, and if you look around at our world, man, oh my goodness, you know, it's, 
I mean, just think about the complexity. Think about, ugh, I don't know, I could go off on that. But, you know, the happiest moment of my life, I was walking through um, the prison compound outdoors, you know, walking in between buildings. It was a beautiful day. I think it was like August. And like, if you know anything about upstate New York, like summertime in upstate New York is one of the most beautiful uh, sights to see. It really is. Um, and so I'm walking outside through the prison compound. It's this beautiful day, blue sky, um, few clouds, but, but, but mostly a clear sky. The sun is shining unobstructed. Um, and there was like this, this small apple tree in the middle of the compound. And, um, and I just, I remember walking and looking around at how beautiful of a day it was. And I literally, for whatever reason, this was the only time this ever happened, happened to me, but I was just, I was just overwhelmed by gratitude. Like I literally stopped walking and I just and I was just in awe looking around at how beautiful our world was, at how beautiful the day was. And I felt so grateful and content in that moment, even though I was standing in the middle of a prison compound. You know, and uh, I, I, I share that with you guys because I can tell you that at that time in my life, and, and this, oh my goodness, like, you know, a lot of the things that I'm going to say, some of them are going to feel unbelievable, all right, and, um, and just irrational, but this is the truth. I don't know, I'm just going to share the truth with you guys, but at that point in my life, um, you couldn't shake me, like, you couldn't shake me. There was not a single day that I wasn't happy, that I wasn't fulfilled, that I wasn't... Um, grounded and, and centered and content, you know, like seriously, seriously, I was in prison. And, you know, of course, there were there were circumstances that, you know, would would be nice if they were different. Of course, I wanted my access to my family, and I wanted to be free, and I wanted to start my life. But I'm, I'm telling you that gratitude is so powerful that even in the worst circumstances that you've ever consistently been in in your entire life, if you, if you work at it hard enough and consistently enough and with enough intent, you can always find things to be grateful for and you can truly find happiness in any situation. You really can. And not only that, but like at that point in my life, like when I say you couldn't shake me, like nobody, I was so... I was so in tune with who I was, you know, I was, I had done so much digging, so much work that I knew exactly who I was. I knew exactly what I stood for. I knew what my values were. I knew, um, you, you know, I, I knew everything um, that I needed to know in order to guide my day-to-day -day actions, decisions, thoughts, words, deeds. Um, and and, and when, you, when you've done that work, and you've committed yourself to showing up consistently the way that you want to show up. And when you're constantly focused on the things that you do have and the, and, 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 and the blessings that, you, that are coming rather than the things that you don't have and the things that you, that, 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 you, uh, you know, that you desire, right? When you're constantly focused on the good and on the gratitude, dude, you're unshakable, you are unshakable and things can always get better, but you know what? Nothing really rattles you. Misfortune, you know, especially when you have an unshakable faith, 
Like when you have an unshakable faith, this is one of the things that, you know, that some of my, some of the people that are close to me think I'm fucking crazy because I'm, I'm, I'm truly unafraid. You know, I'm unafraid because I have such um, an unshakable faith that everything, everything will always work out exactly as it's supposed to. You know, that God doesn't make mistakes and there are no coincidences. And so, man, just combine all of that. Combine an unshakable faith with a, with a sincere and deeply felt sense of gratitude and, and you're bulletproof. Like, I swear, you're bulletproof. Uh, Grace told me a story earlier today about um, a, a friend, actually, that she met for lunch or coffee, I think, this afternoon. And the girl um, was, was sharing with, with Grace how she had been really, really struggling for several months um, with her mental health, like to the point where her friends and her family members were really worried about her. And she, she explained how every single day, you know, she would just uh, wake up, go to work, come home, turn on the TV, watch Netflix, go to sleep and do it again. Like every single day. That was her routine. And um, and she just felt like her life had no purpose. It was so empty. Um, and she made two changes. She made no, she made excuse me. She made three changes. One is um, she started going back to church, which if you if you've heard me talk about religion and spirituality before, you know that I don't go to church, but I, I don't think that it's a bad thing for anybody. So one, she decided to start going back to church. Two, she started practicing gratitude, journaling and reading, okay, every day. And then three is she actually has abnegated her TV. Okay? In fact, today marks 41 days that she has not turned her television on. And she, she explained to Grace that how just making those three adjustments to um, her day-to-day -day life and her routine by controlling the information and the thoughts and the ideas that are going into her brain, okay? Turning off the TV, journaling, reading, and um, journaling, reading, and practicing gratitude every day, and then also going back to church and, and surrounding herself with energy, with good energy, positive energy, Okay, those three things alone, she has night and day difference, night and day difference. Just months ago, people were worried about her, and now she feels more happy and more fulfilled than ever before. Um, so, so there's something to it, you know, there really is. And if you've never given it a, a, a real fair shake, it feels fucking weird. Okay, you're going to feel weird in the beginning, especially if you go to the extreme like I did and just get on your hands and knees and, 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 and you know, and express it you know, physically, verbally, mentally, every, um, but, but stick to it. Like what else, what else do you have to do? What reason do you have to not give it a try? Give yourself 30 days, like give yourself 30 days. Just like in my last episode, I talked about the mission of the week by going out, being generous with compliments, you know, making friends everywhere you go, making other people feel good. It feels good to make people feel good. I'm all about helping enrich your experience of life through the through the, the the simple 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 strategies, but they don't work unless you do them. They really don't. And uh, and man, I've I've seen some things. I really have, man. I've seen a happiness. I've seen a level of of mindfulness, of self awareness, of discipline that completely opened up my eyes to to human potential, a human potential that I never even knew existed. And, um, and one thing I know for sure is that it's attainable, it's attainable for anybody, but it's, it's, 
is very, very difficult to attain. It takes consistency. It takes effort. It takes commitment to the process. But what I would challenge you to think about is what the fuck else are you doing? Like what else, what, what else, what, what, what better do you have to do? Right. Give it, give yourself 30 minutes a day of, of, of investing in yourself, um, in your mental and emotional clarity. Um, and, uh, and man, if you, if any of you reaches out to me 30 days from now and you say, Hey man, you know, I tried it for 30 days and I want to hear the feedback. Okay. That's it. I, I, I want to hear the feedback. I challenge you to try practicing sincere, um, and passionate and intentful, uh, or intentional gratitude for the next 30 days. But, uh, that's really, you know, that's really all I wanted to come on and, and share with you. Um, I bet I, you know, gratitude has been at the forefront of my mind and it's been something that I am really trying to get back to the place, the place that I was before where I was really constantly and perpetually practicing gratitude. And, and I've, I've told you guys before that part, you know, mostly the concept behind the show now and the way I'm going to do it is it's guys, I'm on the path. I'm on the same path that a lot of you guys are on. Um, and I'm just going to share, you know, what's working for me, what I'm trying and, uh, and try to bring as many people as I can with me. But Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please share it um, or just shoot me a DM and let me know you listened and, uh, you know, any feedback that you have. But I hope you guys have a good day. Crush it. You'll be listening to this on Wednesday if you're listening to it the first day it came out. If not, whatever day it is, you know, I appreciate you. I love you. And uh, I'll talk to you next time.